lovely stuff indeed that you've been enjoying here on the classic branch with me Kutuano Masote and as mentioned earlier I'm now joined on the line by Ruak uh, Pepper. he is the MD of Aspire Art welcome to the classic branch Ruak good morning thank you so Ruak uh, when I saw the press release and the you know the request for the interview uh, I got really excited because uh, I'm really keen to inform myself about the world of the visual arts and uh, you know you have this move now to try and profile black artists, black African artists, because as uh, you know, they make such a small uh, percentage of the of the market share. What has inspired this renewed interest in black and African artists globally? Well, yes, as you say, it, it, it's very much a global phenomenon, and I think it's got to do with mostly public sentiment. I think it's got to do with the way people feel and the kind of attitudes, the pervasive attitudes of people around the world. But, I mean, if you think about it, really, there's been, what, hundreds of years of art history and the cultural legacies have concentrated on the work of predominantly white men. Um, and I think it's just that opinion and tastes have changed, that things have shifted, and I think people are starting to want a diversity of views, a diversity of opinions, and I think more and more um, people are interested in, in, in the views of, of different artists and this is what has given rise to a great interest and a great appetite for the work of, of artists from Africa, specifically black artists from Africa. So a lot of these things are historical, but if you think back to the second half of the 20th century during the years of uh, South Africa being isolated, South African musicians and to, to a lesser extent, uh, maybe the literary uh, you know, uh, practitioners from South Africa managed to attract global audiences. Why did uh, artists, fine artists, uh, struggle to still have their work viewed in these years? You know, I think it's got everything to do with the isolation of years. Um, I think it has to do with access, um, resources, and simply just the fact that, you know, to get, one must always remember the, the process of becoming a significant artist, the process of becoming a well-known artist, it doesn't happen in isolation. It's not like you can just be a great dark person or a great sculptor and you can sit in your studio and make great art and assume that that's going to result in you being a well-known and successful artist. It's very much a process of building that brand and building that legacy. And, you know, if you think of any huge artist around the world, if we take William Kentridge, for example, who's our own, you know, kind of blue chip artist, William didn't do that in isolation. It had a lot to do with what the Goodman Gallery did. You know, the Goodman Gallery represents him. It has a lot to do with where he was shown, who he was involved with, um, and, and all of the peripheral things that happened in that process. And I think that in those years in South Africa, it was just, it was virtually impossible really for, for artists without some level of, of, of privilege or some level of fortune to be able to access. Mm. So, I mean, speaking specifically to what you've just said, uh, would it be helpful then to develop a black audience if we want to, to you know, to promote specifically, as you say, black African artists? Because I'll tell you why I ask. So a few months ago, I went to a, an exhibition at the Standard Bank Gallery where they were doing a retrospective on black artists from the 1970s and 80s. And seeing these prints, it was really, I mean, it was nostalgia. So it spoke to me as someone who grew up in a township. 
uh, visiting people's houses, my own parents' collection of those prints, etc. Et so that brought up a nostalgia. And even though I might not be familiar with the names, but the language was very, you know, it, it made me really interested in something that to me was quite peripheral. But I think that's absolutely the case. The show you told me to, I assume, is, is The Black Aesthetic. Yes. Um, that was curated by Dr. Sami and Ludi at Standard Bank last That's year. It. Um, and it, it was a staggering show. It was it was basically based on the collection of the Fort Hare University. And, you know, at the time, Fort Hare University really was one of the only institutions that were sincerely collecting that type of work. And it was an absolute... And, I mean, words defy the quality of the of the presentation. You know, really it was groundbreaking in so many ways. And I think it's so important for South Africans, for African, black and white South Africans to see the cultural legacy that really is ours and that makes up the, the, the fabric of, of, of the people that we are. Um, and I think the more that those types of shows are presented and the more that that kind of thing is put into the public domain, the more you will start to build uh, an audience and a viewership around that. And I think a lot of the reason that for a long time it was perceived as very much the domain of, you know, the privileged classes and it was deemed to be somewhat inaccessible is just because that's the type of show historically that would make it into the institutions. And we must always remember the, the impact and the influence that museums have over public sentiment. And I think what the museum puts into the public eye is what the public is largely going to consume. Absolutely. I mean, art is uh, it's telling our individual and uh, our collective stories. So then as we conclude this discussion, my guest, of course, is Ruan Peffer. He is the MD of uh, Aspire Art. What is Aspire Art doing at the moment? Do you have any projects on the go that speak to exactly these issues that we've been discussing? Yes, very much so. So we have an auction of modern and contemporary art, which is in fact today. And in the auction, we have a couple of extremely significant works that speak to exactly the conversation we've had. And the one that very much leads the collection is an early work by our favorite Gerard de Corto, which was painted prior to his departure from South Africa. And in fact, it's even more interesting because it's extremely likely that this painting comes from the first ever solo exhibition he had in 1939, when he was 26 years old at the Gainsborough Gallery in Johannesburg, shortly after moving to Johannesburg from, from what was then the Eastern Transvaal, on Pomalanga. That sounds amazing. Of course, Sokoto, a big name these days. You know, during his time in France, he used to give away his pieces for, for a meal. And today, I mean, I think the most expensive ever sold to Sokoto fetched something like 15 million rand. So there is value uh, in art, isn't there? Absolutely there is. And I think the more that you know, awareness is, is raised and the more that the profiles of these artists are raised, the more we start to realize how relatively still today undervalued they are. If you compare Sokoto to his contemporaries from you know, artists painting at that time from other parts of the world, the types of numbers, you know, one, two, three, five million rand, is actually a relatively small number for art of this quality and of this global significance. So I think the South Africans tempted to pursue art, you know, collecting art as a as a way of as a way of almost investing. I think there's huge value still in in South African art compared to you know huge upside potential compared to where it will be in years from now.
Fabulous. That's the voice of Ruak Pepper. He is the MD of Aspire Art. Ruak, I'm going to let you have a last word and give us any social media handles, website address, and those details of that exhibition that you say is launching today. Well, thank you. Um, our auction is this evening at 7 p.m. Please have a look at our website. It's aspireart.net. There are some fantastic artists. And do come and look at this wonderful Sekoto. We have work by George Pemba, Gladyson Dublanglu, uh, Helen Sabidi. There's really a fantastic lineup, and you are all welcome to participate. Thank you so much, Ruak. Have a great day further, and good luck with the auction tonight. Thank you.